Hi, ladies. Welcome to the Call Her CEO podcast. Before we get started, I would just like to take some time for you guys to introduce yourselves, talk about your business, and also give me a few little fun facts about yourself. So my name is Carissa Eckert. I am owner of The Baggy Company. It's based out of Seaforth, Ontario. I do custom loungewear, basically focus on building my own brand with loungewear, but then I also do custom stuff. So if anyone wants anything on a t-shirt or anything, I can do that. A couple of fun facts. I am currently taking marketing at school. I'm in my degree in my last year. Um, and yeah, I started this only in June, I think it was, um, of 2020. So it's growing pretty fast and it's doing pretty good. So yeah. My name's Laura Twig. I'm owner of Fluff Pet Care. We're based out of Windsor, Ontario. I primarily do dog tags, but I also have leashes, um, some health and wellness products. So like paw balm, dry shampoo for dogs. Fun facts, I have three dogs, which is pretty wild sometimes. What what kind of dogs do you have? Like what are, what's the breed? So I have two Jack Russell mixes. One is extremely old. We're not sure of her age. I swear she's been like 20 years old for. <laughs> Our other is Eddie. We just adopted him. Uh, a couple months ago and he's two years old and then we have a massive German Shepherd mix and she's six years old. Um, my name's Ting Ting. Um, I'm the creator of Lava Sean Jewelry. I recently got a dog and I, I didn't know um, how much responsibility it is even like just doing <laughs> your own thing. It's a, a lot of work but I'm, I've been enjoying it. On, it's funny because every time I do the introductions for people, they're always like, I don't know how to talk about myself. I'm like, it's okay, I don't either. <laughs> but I guess like to make it fair to all of you too, I'll talk about myself since you guys don't know me. My name is Ariana. I am a third year marketing student at Ryerson. I am minoring in retail management. Honestly, on my spare time, I like to like do a lot of research on like makeup and skincare in the past like year and a half or so, like since quarantine and then even a little bit before that. I've been like really interested in that kind of stuff. So that's also like based on my line of work in my part-time job. So that is generally how I pass the time. And obviously uh, binge watching Netflix because you know, what else is there to do sometimes? Uh, so I just want to get started and we can ask a few different questions. So the first question I want to ask both all of you ladies is what has inspired you to move forward in your careers despite all challenges that you might have had? So the first one would just be loving going to work. I think that makes a huge difference in what you're doing on a day-to-day basis. Um, I started this as like a passion. So just being able to love going to my job and doing what I do, I think that like is a huge motivator to keep going. Um, second off, I would just say support and love from customers family and friends I've had nothing but like good things from people um, so I think that is a huge motivator as well I sometimes get frustrated with certain things as everyone does in their job but like the good reviews and stuff that I receive from customers and just like the love from family like helping me out with deliveries and that kind of thing the small things goes a long way so um, I think those are both huge motivators and have helped me um, continue to grow. That's great. I was, it's nice to have a support system in a time like that too, especially yeah. like when you're starting a business like that too. Definitely. Um, so when I first started out, I had the idea for the business and I was in school full-time. I was also working a full-time job and I like came up with this idea and I didn't know how I was going to find the time to do it. And then about a week later I fell and I broke my ankle and all of a sudden I had all this time and so the main challenge at first was just dealing with the broken ankle. I was hobbling around like Home Depot, Michaels, all these different places. And just, I started out, I was like, it's going to be amazing. Like 
sales are going to be flowing. And it wasn't like that. It was a bit of a slow start, but like my intuition said, like, see it through. It's a challenge right now, but it's going to pay off. So just listening to that voice, because it was about a year and a half before things started to pick up. And I'm so happy I listened to that voice in my head. So that was definitely a challenge at first, but I, I couldn't be happier with the decision. I find that sometimes like things just fall into your lap and you don't even realize that that's supposed to happen. So I am glad, you know what I'm in a way, obviously it's very sad. That's really bad that you broke your ankle, but in a way it did lead you to better things. (laughs) That's, that's good too. I'm all healed. (laughs) Perfect. Good. Thank God. For me, um, it was really just going through a lot of um, jobs when I was younger. I just, I just, felt like I didn't like um being bossed around I didn't I didn't like the even like the minimum wages I was working when I was younger and that truly just motivated me to just start my own thing especially even like just starting a meaningful career because I just feel like that that's really what drives to always move forward past challenges is to is to just know your purpose and and why you started Um, your own thing. I find that sometimes like when we recognize the challenges that we might be facing, like when we start something new, like that's kind of at least we're as prepared as we can be because like life will throw anything at us and then be like, okay, so deal with it. We'll see what happens. So in terms of your day to day operations, I know that now because of COVID and everything, I'm not sure if you know, things have like slowed down or maybe or in some cases, they may have not if you've just started your business now. Yeah, like what did the day to day operations look like for you guys? So I've been really lucky in that things haven't slowed down. Um, At first, I wasn't sure how it was going to go. But the main thing I sell is dog tags. And that kind of became something you don't go out to get anymore. The pet stores closed. I found that things got a little bit busier, which was kind of a challenge at first because all my friends were like, oh, I'm so bored watching Netflix all day. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh, working 16-hour days. trying." For the most part, things have stayed the same. I have an office space um, that myself and I have an employee who works with me there. And that kind of switched from me staying home now at my home office and her working there one or two days a week. Typically, I get up, I feed my dogs, check in on emails, and then I pack up orders, go to the post office, and then do my orders for the next day. Sounds pretty solid. You have an office space too, so you could your home is not like cluttered with like a bunch of like all of your stuff and everything. To also be able to separate it. Like that's work and this is home. Now, obviously, home is back to being kind of where I work, but it is nice to have that kind of off-site place to go. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. I think our experiences are kind of similar in a sense that mine didn't slow down either, just because I think the type of thing I'm selling got more popular once the pandemic hit that uh, people are were at home and working from home and stuff and I think loungewear became an essential for working for home from home same thing it only got busier which was really nice and I also found it challenging to keep up with the busier time just because it was very unexpected but super super good it's a good problem to have and then for a day-to-day basis it's constantly changing for me um I that's something I'm working on too is getting into a more of a routine. I think that I didn't really have a certain day that I restocked items or anything like that. So now I've planned to have a day where I restock. Um, so then that day is based on restocking alone. And then the, uh, I have a certain days where I pack orders and make orders. Um, so I'm getting more into a routine. 
but I would say every day is working um, different in a sense that one day I'm like making content. Um, another day I could be creating the clothes. Another day I could be packing orders. So it's all different, um, but it it's, keeps it interesting. I kind of like it that way. I'm someone that needs something different every single day. I couldn't go to a job where I'm doing the exact same thing every single day. So it's kind of nice that way. Sometimes it's nice to have like no structure like to yes. a minimal structure is nice but like it's nice to just go in and be like okay like what do I do today or like what am I thinking like what's on what's on the agenda that I'm making by myself and yeah I definitely plan it day by day I don't really have a, a schedule in advance but it's kind of nice that way and it's all like it's on your own time too you can decide okay yeah. like when do I want to restock this when do I want to pack etc and all that exactly stuff. Yeah, I'm quite similar to you guys too. I don't know if it's just because it's like an e-commerce space um, type of business where we're all doing. But yeah, ever since the pandemic, it's it's just really good and quite busy too. I, I'm still working um, on my own. And even like one of the challenges I, I would say for myself is just like taking that step to even like have a office or employee just like Laura that's that's still kind of my dream and and hopefully I can get there soon and then day-to-day operations quite similar to I I just check in on my emails I start making my jewelry and then at the end of the day I just ship it out pretty solid very structured but at least you know (laughs) you know exactly what you're doing you get into work you're like okay emails pack make jewelry and you're all set and you know that's how the day is gonna go I know that this might seem like this might seem like a very weird question but I I promise it does have some sort of purpose. Are you in your dream job or did you have another plan? Were you planning to do something different or is this exactly like what you planned on doing for like a few years? So this question is so hard to answer. I find just because I think for right now, this is exactly what I want to do. A little bit of a backstory. I took pre-health to start college and then I ended up not really loving it and going into, I did like a co-op that was in a sales department and I loved it. So I ended up going back into marketing and I think that was completely meant to be. While I was in marketing, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. There was a bunch of things like real estate, uh, marketing position. I wasn't really sure. I knew I didn't really want to be, this sounds so weird. I didn't want to be in a sales department. I'm like technically in sales right now, but like I didn't want to be someone who sold cars or something like that. So I always just pictured myself in a marketing role. So this is definitely really, and I absolutely love it right now. And if I did this for the rest of my life, I would be with it. But that day that I might not do something else in the future, I'm constantly looking for things and I don't know where, what's going to take me where. Um, But yeah, I would say for right now, this is perfect for what I want to do. It's funny because even people ask me now, they're like, oh, Ariana, like, what's your dream job? You know, what do you want to do when you graduate? And it's literally one of the scariest questions people ask me. I'm like, please Uh don't ask me that. Like, Definitely. I don't know. Definitely. I, don't, with the- I have <laughs> no idea what I'm doing. Please don't. Like, it's already stressful enough. I think it's kind of nice to know, too, that, like, you always have options. I mean, this is, yeah. like, this is your biggest thing. But you know what? Like you said, like, in a few years, like, you never know. And, like, there's a lot of things that can change. And I think that that's yeah. – you got to be open to everything, I find. Yes, definitely. That's definitely where I am. This couldn't be more of a dream job. Like, all day long, people send you photos of their pets – I'm just always being sent dogs wearing stuff that I made. And I'm like, I can't believe this. Like, what an honor that was something (laughs) I made and you put it on your pet. Like, it's wonderful. And it's not something I foresaw doing. 
So I was working as um, a makeup artist full time and I was in school for criminology and psychology and I was getting closer and closer to graduating and just thinking, what am I going to do? Like, I don't really want to keep going to school. Um, I kind of wanted to be a therapist, but it just like I didn't have that gut feeling that that's what I was supposed to be doing. And like I said, I just all of a sudden had this idea for a business and broke my ankle and had time to really like work on it. I like, I'm obsessed with what I'm doing. Couldn't be happier. And the dogs have a lot to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you know what, like, like I said earlier too, like things fall into your lap unexpectedly and then you don't think you're going to like them or you're not sure if this is going to be something you want to do. And then it ends up being like your entire life Absolutely. or just something that's like great for you. That's, you know, it just works. Basically. Yeah, when I like look back on how everything came together, it's just like, of course, this was supposed to happen. Like it just it worked out perfectly. And I say that being a new business too. Like we'll see how it goes. <laughs> We're very optimistic, but that is okay. That's the way to be. <laughs> I kind of want to jump in just to say I can totally relate to the feeling of getting pictures and stuff like that. I sell a shirt that says my dog is my best friend and I send a little treat with it every time. And like the videos and the pictures that I get back of them, like handing the treat to the dog. I just oh, cry. it's amazing. Like, it's so rewarding. It's so cute. <laughs> yeah. I love it it. yeah well similar to everyone else I do feel like it is a dream just to do your own thing and and really also I think as you get older you you tend to like just maybe add on to your goals of what you want to be or like have other dreams to accomplish but I do I do want to um, make my business very successful and also maybe even try to write a book one day that that's another dream of mine and I've also been watching Dragon's Den a lot I don't know if it's just the pandemic that's just been causing me to just watch so many shows but even looking up to them just (laughs) becoming an investor is is totally cool so that's even another plan I have in mind you know what it's funny there's so many people now that are like investing in I mean like property but also just like in anything like that's actually like really good backup plan but I also do hope that like everything does play out Uh, do you ladies have any regrets of like the choices that made in your career up until this point and if there are any kind of regrets, if you feel comfortable sharing them, you're welcome to. I, I don't think I have any like regrets making the choice in, in my career right now. But I guess maybe the, the, the regrets I, I do have is really like maybe not finding, you know, the, the path I am right now earlier on. But at the same time, it's it's really like like Laura and Carissa even even says it's just like it, it just all, all all comes through and everything just like just connects together regret or not it, it's all all together yeah I find that like sometimes too the things that we might regret might be the reasons why we've like been led to certain or just even any kind of opportunities mm-hmm. that we might be getting in our lives so something that I've only recently realized is not prioritizing taking time for probably like a year and a half working mostly every all day long didn't realize like what a toll that was taking on like my mental health my stress levels so since the new year I've been prioritizing taking it off and just kind of doing nothing even if I'm like oh I should clean I should do this I should do that just kind of sitting with it and saying nope like you need to take this time your creative energy back and I find that my work after that is so much better like I'm not making as many mistakes I'm able to concentrate better and I just it's just working so much better for me 
And it's crazy to think like taking a full day off is maximizing what I'm able to do. You know what? It's funny that you say that because even like being in school and stuff and then like going to work and like running the podcast and everything, I find myself like up until like the ungodly hours. Like literally yesterday I was up till four o'clock clock in the morning so it was like you know what this is what we do. this is this is the game plan and then I was like king and wake up early like get ready and everything film and then go to work yeah. and that's like it's a constant go 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 but you know what it's always it's important to take that time to yourself that yeah. day off one I or two feel days like we really kind of prioritized like the hustle culture for a long time and it was like you need to be working you need to be doing so much every day if you're not you're not going to be sick and now I think we're kind of from people I've spoken with are kind of collectively saying no that's too much it's not sustainable or not doing that anymore it's funny because I see a lot of that stuff on LinkedIn where people talk about like oh I wake up at five o'clock in the morning and then I do this and then I do that which I'm just not an early riser so to me this is <laughs> not going to be happening um but like you know they talk about if you're not doing x then you're you know you are failing at something and it's like okay but some of these people that are on LinkedIn like you're not just looking at professionals that have been in their positions or in their careers looking at like young people yeah. who really don't know what's going on and who are really scared because some people don't know if they're gonna have a job after they graduate. So it's like, don't like the concept. Yeah, like there's a common like misconception about the hustle culture sometimes. And I like I agree with what you're saying 100%. I don't think I have any regrets career wise. A lot of the things that I've done have led me to this place. Um, and I've learned a lot of things with starting my own business for sure. It's a completely different learning curve. One thing I would say would I would give myself like a couple things of advice, and one of them most important would be have no hesitation in starting a business I think there was like times where I'm like should I do it should I not I don't know if I'm gonna love it and stuff like that I wish I would have just hopped right into it instead of having hesitation I think I thought about it for like two or three months and just like didn't know if I should pursue it but yeah I think that would be like not necessarily a regret but something that I would have told myself before or if there's anyone else out there wanting to start a business I would say just go for it you're not going to regret it. I feel like sometimes I always talk about the leap of faith and I talk and I kind of use that like not only in like my academic uh, life, but also even in like my social life with my friends and stuff. And I'm not really much of a risk taker, to be very honest with you. Um, and, uh, you know, contrary to popular belief, despite this podcast being like a pretty big risk in itself, in my own personal life, I don't like to take like immediate, like huge risks that like might impact a lot of stuff, like in a really short period of time. But recently like with the pandemic and everything I've realized that like it's really important to just take a leap of faith that's like the thing for me I find that yeah if you don't try you will literally never know absolutely I agree you ladies at all are very accomplished people and I can tell you even like did a little bit of research I'd be surprised though because I wanted to like you guys to talk about your businesses in like your own perspectives but what accomplishments are you guys most proud of doesn't have to be even with the business it can be but if you uh, also to talk about something else you can do that too I think really just like beginning it was really hard for me I, I, I started my business uh, during the last fall and I found it really really hard to begin my parents views of like having a different career or like even my friends views of having a different career I um majored in psychology and everybody was like going for like a master in psychology and I was like hey like should I do that or like like is that right for me 
but like finally like it it just took me a long time just like Carissa jumping in and just really like no like this is what I want to do and I think that was that was accomplishment in itself no I agree I agree 100% that's something I actually had written down was just even starting my own business in the middle of a pandemic I, I was really proud of myself how well it was doing and stuff right off the bat um, and then a couple other ones actually to do with my business, I would say selling out of a collection that I came out with and using feeling like seeing everyone on the website as soon as it was released. It was just so cool. Um, and then most recent was hitting 3000 followers on Instagram. It was like a big step for me. I'm going to do like a big giveaway for it, but it's just like, it's just feeling and not that like follows or followers, are everything, but all of my followers are just so loyal and I love that like it's not a huge following by any means but every that's just a huge milestone for I think myself so yeah it felt pretty good hey that's 3,000 people that like your stuff I would say that's yeah that's definitely not <laughs> something small I'll tell you that <laughs> thank you I think that it's very easy to think well I haven't accomplished that much or I still have to do this this and this and just kind of be looking ahead instead of looking back on everything that's happened um and so I think I'm just like very proud of myself for doing something that I literally had no clue what I was doing I just have this confidence in what I'm like people ask me a question about just like business related and I'll have an answer and I don't even have to think about it that hard and I'm like how does this happen (laughs) just this like transformative thing that everything in my life is different I just have so much confidence in what I'm doing and yeah I'm proud of that I find that sometimes you're very focused on like what your life is going to be like after you graduate you know you think about all big things but then you forget about the small milestones for me I really was forgetting about the small things because, you know, in the very first year of university too, like people always say the worst, the worst year of school. And it will like, you could, you know, it's like sink or swim at that point. And I know that like when I started at Ryerson, I knew that I wanted to be in business after the first week or the first like couple of weeks, I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Because I didn't think I could be accomplished. And then, you know, after I was like, you know what? Like, you got to try and you have to give it some time to actually like bloom into something nice, into something beautiful. Because I think that if you don't give yourself enough beginning, then it's like you're never going to have the motivation to even continue something. And I feel like with all of you, with the way that you guys have like, you know, you motivate yourselves to actually go start your businesses, whether they're in a pandemic or not, and that they when they were started. And it's like, those things take a lot of guts. I know that there's a few of my friends, like their parents have businesses that are like in a storefront, and they've never used e commerce, because they've been they've been doing that for like, probably like 30 years, they never thought they would have ever had to do e commerce. And they never thought they would have had to adapt with that, because that's not what their clientele wanted. And now, you know, you have like some of them are struggling because their business is like, you know, a lot of their sales and everything else, like everything is kind of going downhill and they're trying to figure out how they're going to like survive this kind of thing. And, you know, with a bunch of closures and all that kind of stuff, you find yourself in a predicament a lot of the time. So I think it's great. Like what you ladies are doing, the e-commerce platform is incredibly important, obviously, as you guys know, and there's a lot of people that sometimes stumble across things and then they're like, oh, I like that. And then they end up buying something from you. And then you never know it. Like it always blooms into something beautiful after that. Yeah. I also wanted to add something to Laura's. 
um, point, just like you don't really realize how many skills you're going to learn from starting a business either. Like, like I said, it's a whole learning curve, but I have just gained so much knowledge on how to run a business, what online sales even look like. Like there are some things that you don't even think of that you're going to learn. And I don't know, it's just like, you build so much more knowledge doing like something for yourself in a small business. Like, I just can't even explain like, like Laura, do you have any other comments? Cause yeah, I just can't explain it's, um, I think the skills like, that come from it. Like taking that leap, like this is what I'm going to do doing it. it. First of all, is an accomplishment that like we even started this. And then you're constantly learning. Like you have to become a graphic designer. You have to be like, be good at marketing. You have to talk different skills. And for the most part, we're teaching ourselves. Like yes. no one's really telling us how to do it. There's just different aspects. Like there's just so many different things that you learn and you just don't think of before you yeah. start it. It's pretty cool. Would you consider a lot of starting a small business is about like trial and error? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Everything. <laughs> I try Even it and like, then we'll, we'll see. We'll see yeah. Well, even when it comes to stock, like I, the collection that I talked about that sold out, I didn't expect it to at all. And that's not me like doubting myself at all. I just didn't think that like my customers were like that loyal and that amazing. I thought I had plenty of stock and it completely sold out. So just like knowing even like how much stock to have and adjusting to like you growing. So you're going to need more of this kind of thing. It's just, yeah, it's a whole learning curve. When I, I find that there's out, like a- mainly leashes and um, like paw bombs and like health and wellness stuff. And like I said, like I was very confident in it. I don't know where the confidence came from. And I was like, <laughs> amazing. And it was a bit of a slower start. And I had to teach myself, like, keep going, keep trying different things. Just do it until something works. Um, and a store that I have some stuff in. They said, do you know anyone who do, who does dog tags? And I thought I could do dog tags. And so I started doing it and that's really what took off and yeah. is like 95% of my business. I think you have to just keep trying stuff. Definitely. It starts out being like the main idea is like one thing like leashes and then you kind of go into something else. Yeah. And then sometimes too, I know like even my managers at work, actually, she started doing face masks and fake sewing machines and everything. And I remember when she started, she was like, you know, I know that wears them, but she's like, who's going to pay to like, who's going to pay for mine? Like, and then, you know, after like, kind of like, you know, tweaking things and figuring it all out she's like oh okay like I can do it on Shopify and like kind of went through that whole thing but you know what like now I gotta like venture out because then when there are no face masks to be worn I mean hopefully we get to that day but when there are no face masks that we need to wear in public she goes I want to find something else that's like going to be used like you know either like scrunchies or something like that so now like she's been doing she's been like working hard to like find even other items too that she wants to make like whether it's like scrunchies or stuff that can have her business and everything. It can be hard too mm-hmm. because you start your business with one thing and like that's your baby. Like that's what you put all your time and effort in. And to think of kind of pivoting and doing something else difficult. I don't know what it was. It was just in my mind. I was like, well, no, leashes, leashes are the business. Like that's what I started doing and that's what I want to keep doing. And it was just like, but why? Like, let's try something else. And like, I can still have the leashes and also mm-hmm. do this other thing and we'll just see how it goes. 
Yeah. And I find it's about being a little bit different too. Like you said, like the fact that you branched out and did something like more unique, people really love that. They look for that kind of thing where they can be, you can be a little different than other companies. So I think that's really important also. So I, I like to, uh, for some reason, I really do like to ask this question to everybody. And I think it's just because like, I always wonder everybody's different perspectives, but is there anything that you ladies would want to tell your younger selves, whether that's like you before you started university or before you started your business or, you know, at any point, is there anything you wanted to tell your younger selves? My advice to my younger self would be hang in there, listen to your intuition. It's there for a reason. It's telling you to do this for a reason and Like even when it's super difficult, just know that like things are always going to get better. Things are like, if you stick with it, like it's going to work. Yeah. I find that you're, yeah, your younger self, it's like people ask me that too. Like people start to ask me that. I think like when we would go to like conferences and stuff, but then I realized like it's kind of important to do that because it's like a reminder almost of like how far you've come. And like, you know, sometimes too, like life goes by really fast and we kind of forget to like slow down smell the roses and you know like look at what's around us and then like the minute that we do that we realize that like the opportunities that we have in like whatever it is like whether it's like socially academically or even in a professional setting like those are all things that we should be really proud of we're really thankful to that like we have like especially to this is how that's how I feel about like this podcast in a sense like I'm like thankful that like this actually got to happen and that you know even though we're not like we're all remote and everything that like there's still a way to film these things and there's still a way for me to record it without having to you know have all of us in a room like six feet apart <laughs> on every like direction you know like I thought of I thought of a few things so the first one would be keep learning and I think just this comes from like even just like taking courses reading books be open to educating yourself I think like there's always more to learn even for example I read uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad the other day and oh my gosh it just opened me up to a whole new world so you don't really like you think you know a lot until you like continue to learn and I know that I didn't know that so continue to learn um, second would be constantly be positive um, and then that goes along with the last thing which is um do everything for your, not others. Do you, like, at the end of the day, it's you. Um, I would say, like, try not to just please others. Do what you like to do because that's what's going to make you happy. Uh, if you're passionate about certain things that people not necessarily are passionate about, it doesn't matter. It's going to make you happy. So just do it. So yeah, those would be probably the three things. And and for me, I, I feel like um, a note for my younger self would just be um, really like just fearless and just go for what you like, what you're passionate about, because, you know, truly like we all just like live once. And, you know, sometimes since we're so young, we don't, we don't think about like, death or whatnot you know but really just like knowing that you know day by day it's like like you know time by time it's it's important and um just like you know even even when when there's there's struggles or like even when like like I I don't know about you guys but I I do cry um a lot and and sometimes it's so hard to like just like 
you know, believe in yourself sometimes that like, it's, oh my God, I'm just, I'm just going to even cry right now, but um, you can get through it. And, and that's what I would tell my younger self. And um, oh my God, I'm, I'm really going to tear up right now. <laughs> um, but um, just, just, just keep going no matter what, like you'll always get through like your struggles. I'm going to cry now. Oh my sorry, God. Sorry. Oh, oh my God. It's always, you know, I, you know what, Ting Ting, it's always, you never sometimes you never think you're gonna get through that like really like hard period of time where you're like and I know even for myself there was like a few hard periods of time like in university because you know, you're overwhelmed by like everything around you and then you're trying to find yourself you in your early 20s or like even like your university years rather you're always trying to find yourself who you are what you stand for and all those things and I know like up until this point I've learned a lot about myself and it's like I kind of, I almost wish, like, I wish my younger self was here to see it. So what, like, pushed you to start your own podcast? So I'm currently a part of the Ted Rogers Student Society. It's in, under, in the business faculty. And my role this year was one of the special projects managers. So we kind of dealt with really, like, unique tasks. And we kind of got to create our own projects. So in the summertime, we created a survival guide. So it's actually titled Ted's Declassified School Survival Guide, kind of a spinoff to Ned's Declassified, that TV show of like surviving middle school. So this is just like a, a take and it's surviving university. Uh, so after doing that project, I kind of realized that there were things still that like needed to be explored, like, you know, how to survive university, but nobody ever talks about how to university on an emotional level or like how to survive survive university if you are a woman if you're a minority and like all that kind of other stuff you know I was like talking with like my peers and I was like guys we should start a podcast and they were like ha 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 that's funny and I was like to my president like you know last week when I can we start let's start a podcast and he's like "Uh uh-huh I'm like yeah so um could we actually do that (laughs) and he's like and he's like okay sure so we like got it like it was fine and we got it approved and everything like that and then I guess from then on it was yeah just finding people that wanted to be guests finding people that you know wanted to talk about their stories whether it was like personal stories about themselves stories about them and their business or just like virtually anything so yeah it's definitely it's definitely been something that I never expected to happen I think if you had told me this like last year that I was going to start a podcast I was like yeah okay sure but now I'm really glad I did it so yeah now we're here and um it's very rewarding. I won't lie. It's very rewarding. I think in the beginning, we had not a single clue. I had no idea what we were going to do because obviously like we weren't going to be in person. So we had to figure out like another way to do this and another way for everybody to sound good. You know, it's all going to be audio and no one's ever going to see our faces. Myself and like my two other project managers, they bought um, microphones. So when we talk, at least like we have like there's no feedback or anything like that. Um other obstacles too was even surprisingly finding people because it's I think that people don't know what to expect sometimes when you have like student-run initiatives especially when you have something like this because you know like obviously it like looks good on the I think it looks good on the outside you know everybody's like oh that's cool like what's that all about but then when it comes to like you know finding people it's like when like uh finding in just like finding professionals or like virtually anybody professionals in particular like anything like that or like you guys are included in that obviously when they say that um 
that like can dedicate the time I know like a lot of people are really busy and there's a lot of changes going on with like companies and stuff so it's one of those things where it's like okay maybe like I hope somebody finds the time to like you know sit down and chat and like do that kind of stuff um but like for you guys yeah like any kind of obstacles that you might have faced with the pandemic or without the pandemic too I guess if that applies first started out um I found that I was just sort of overwhelmed with everything that was happening. Like I had all the notifications on my phone turned on. Any time of the day, any time of night, I was seeing someone left me a review on Etsy. Someone DM their order. I got an email about this, that, the other thing. So I felt overwhelmed how much was suddenly happening. Before, I didn't have all this. Like my personal Instagram with like 200 followers or however much, I didn't have all these apps. And so I basically just decided like, I'm turning that off. So I'm responding to stuff. Otherwise, like that's my own time. And I think the main one was like the Etsy reviews <laughs> was like, I'd see something come in. I'd be like, oh God, <laughs> or, like, they're wonderful. <laughs> but you know, sometimes people have feedback for you and it's not always said in the nicest of ways. Like I was just thinking the other day, I remember someone said they didn't like, or the tag wasn't centered. And I was just like, how, how dare you? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm the same. I was that I had done about a year ago. And I was like, yeah, they weren't sent that great. <laughs> and that comment, I was then very aware of like, okay, like, let's make sure this is good. I think mine would just be, okay. so the first thing would be learning to be proactive. Um, and just in a sense that you don't know what's going to go wrong at what point um, you can have things break or people contact you with issues with their order. So you just need to learn to be proactive in that sense and adjust to things going wrong. Um, the second thing would be taking criticism from customers. I think this is really important because even if people are just trying to make you um, do better or be better, I think it's hard to hear sometimes as a business owner, you work so hard on making things perfect. And um, when they don't turn out to be, uh, it can be a little bit harsh to hear, but I think just taking that criticism and making yourself better will be good for it in the long run. Yeah, criticism is one of those things that like you never really want to hear, but you know you should hear it. Yes, when you hear definitely. It, you're like, okay, this is good. I'm glad somebody told me this because otherwise I would never be able to learn from it. Yeah. Hard because our businesses are so like personal to us and we put all of ourselves into it. So when we hear something that's negative about our business it's almost like oh you're saying something negative about me and it's like very important yes. to separate those things yeah and you don't want to believe it you're like no my business would never <laughs> do that or be that way I would never do that small business owners become perfectionists so then to be told like that wasn't perfect you're like couldn't be not possible yeah <laughs> <laughs> not when I put this much effort yeah <laughs> absolutely not true <laughs> Yeah, for Etsy, like, like I, I do mainly have my shop on Etsy. And yeah, for like the reviews, it, it really does, does um, make, me, make me a little moody sometimes. <laughs> because yeah, like all work, all your effort, like even like your personality is kind of in there. It's kind of like, you feel like that person is judging you, but, but not really in a sense, they are kind of just providing that feedback for you yeah. to be better feedback's always like really important I make my mom listen to my podcasts I'm sure my mom to this <laughs> I'm sure of it yeah. um, <laughs> hi mom <laughs> um and I know like I she'll be like you know I'll ask her like oh how was 
was it you know like what'd you think and she'll be like oh no it was good but like you know like either like it was really long or it was like maybe a little on the shorter side I couldn't hear you as much or something like obviously I want this to be better and I want it to be better every episode because I am still kind of new at this um I have not perfected it yet but um yeah it's always like I'm always open to criticism like that as well and I think that that's the only thing that can like help us grow aside from good Mm -hmm. feedback as well but of course criticism is important for everybody I would just want to say thank you for having us. This was a first time experience for me being on a podcast. Um, so I was really excited about it and I loved it. So thank you so much for asking us to be on. Um, yeah, I feel really happy that I did it and I love it. I can't wait to hear it. Thank you, ladies. I appreciate you guys being on the podcast today. Free to follow the ladies in the description and purchase any of their products. They are all very lovely. So my Instagram is the Baggy Co. TikTok is the Baggy Co. And that's the B-A-G-G-Y Co. And then my website is www.thebaggyco.com. My business name is Fluff Pet Care. Um, you can find me at Fluff underscore Pet Care on Instagram. My website is fluffpetcare.com. Um, if you're on Etsy, you can type in Fluff Pet Care and it'll come up. And can I give a shout out to my husband, Warren? Order, oh. even when I was literally making no sales, hobbling around on my broken ankle. He's like, you got it, you got it. So I weren't. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's so cute. That's goals. <laughs> that is goals. I agree. <laughs> Your husband's a gem. Top he tier. Has the cutest little note at like desk. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> all these like wonderful nice things and I was like oh, oh my goodness more <laughs> <laughs> so more so <laughs> at my company Lava Shine um I'm just on Etsy right now so you can just type in um Lava Shine if you don't know how to spell it it's L-O-V-A-S-S-I-O-N and all my social media platforms are the same thank you ladies it was a pleasure to have you guys here <laughs> Thank you as well to all of our listeners for tuning in to Call Her CEO. The podcast will be aired every two weeks on Tuesdays. Stay tuned for the next episode. And in the meantime, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Call Her CEO Podcast. Take care.